Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Good evening and welcome back. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. We are on a triple special edition here tonight. At least it's tonight for me. I am currently at Emma Wood State Beach, and so is my guest who will come on here in a few minutes. And we brought the rig down on Monday because it's first come, first serve as of Labor Day. And we pulled up and we literally got the best spot. They call it the honeymoon spot. And we jumped outside and we were high-fiving and doing the happy dance. And lo and behold, who pulled up right after us, which we had no idea who was coming, but our special guest tonight. And we just looked at each other and laughed and said, great minds think alike, because he was doing the same thing. He was going down here for the week, working remotely, and we were just going to commute home for our respective careers. So this is a second special edition because this will be the first installment of an ongoing series, and I call it the semi-retired life. Now, that is something I have always tried to attain, and I definitely, I think in my eyes, have. And that could mean something different for each and every one of us if you are going after that. But what it means to myself and definitely my guest here tonight is that you work because you need money, you have to live, you have responsibilities, but it doesn't rule your life. And you definitely set your work life around your play life. So we are both in the position because we own our own companies that we are able to do that. But it's also an art and it's also a skill. And that's why I'm so excited to bring our guest on. And people have been asking me about the semi-retired life, including my late mother. And she was a school teacher for 41 years. She taught in the same two classrooms, first and second grade, for 38 years. She was all about work your job, get a pension, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, part of me was jealous, but it just wasn't in my blood from a little kid. So she used to always say to me, you never work, you're semi-retired. And it started to stick because she was right. (laughs) And, you know, it's kind of a joke with my friends and uh, my patients, but that's something I strive for because I think we all can agree you just don't know when it's your time to go from the earth. So you might as well enjoy it and you have to work to do something. So that is the exciting thing because my guest tonight is not only our dear friend, but he pulled up to the beach as well. So I want to welcome Keith Graves. He is the founder and CEO of KG Solar Solutions. And Keith has been helping homeowners and business owners for the past 12 years reduce what they pay for electricity. Keith's business model is very different than his competitors. And he revamped the entire solar buying process to ensure that you end up with an exceptional sales and installation experience. I'm so excited to introduce Keith and to dive deeper on the value that his business, KG Solar Solutions, brings to the market and the story that got him there. So I want a warm welcome for Mr. Keith Graves. Keith, thank you for joining us. Hey there. Thanks thanks for asking. And uh, 
as we talked about before, great minds think alike. We both ended up down at Emma Woods State Beach. And side note, Keith is also an identical twin, his brother Kevin. And Kevin and Keith have been friends with my husband how long? Five, six years? Yeah. And they are buddies. They camp. They ride motorcycles, all crazy stuff. And uh, we had no idea Keith was coming, so it was hysterical. Five minutes behind us, he was there. So we got to talking the other night and about his story and his business and my story and my life and business and podcast. And I thought, how perfect to have him on the show. So Keith, let her rip. All right. Where, where do we start? Well, let's see. What did you do before you had KG Solar? Mm, great question. Great question. So um, I had a very stable job with a, with a large corporation, uh, basically selling and promoting um, construction materials uh, to architects, engineers, framing contractors, and lumber dealers. And that career lasted for over 20 years. I really enjoyed it. Um, and that came to a halt when the recession of 2008 hit. And even though my boss at the time would said, hey, you're a salesman, you're a commission salesman, you have nothing to lose because you're very little overhead. You don't get paid in, unless you sell. So you're not a liability. No, I wouldn't even worry twice about your job. Don't worry about it. And about two months later, they, they fired all the sales guys. Wow. So over 20 years in that job, and let me tell our listeners, you were also married? Yes. You also had children? Yes. Yes. Married so, for 20 years. So that's that's a big deal. That's a hard hit, um, especially as one of the main providers and being a dad as well. That's that's a tough blow. It was. It, it was. It, what was tough, too, was, you know, that's all I knew, and... It was something I loved, but looking at history, you know, everything has a cycle. And it wasn't the first recession that I had went through. I saw 1990, I think it was 92 as well, and that kind of rocked my world too. So, you know, knowing what I had known from the, the previous recession, I knew it was going to be another, another five or six years before the market came back. And as a commissioned salesperson, can't wait five or six years for a paycheck. <laughs> no, not not any of us can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from that transition, did you get right into solar? How did you get into that world? Well, I've been working since I was 10. So I like to stay busy. I like to pay my bills. I like to know that the money's coming in. But it, it, this time it was very critical that I took the time necessary to really navigate this change, this life change, and so I actually took a month off and I did a lot of soul searching and a lot of reading and meditation. And I kept coming back to solar for some reason. Interesting. And I don't know because maybe it was such a good, you know, fit for my skill sets that I had. Um, when I was going into the building apartments at the time, they, they'd had no building permits for construction, your regular you know, residential construction or commercial construction, but there were solar permits everywhere, or solar plants everywhere, and maybe that was the light that went off, and then I started pairing that up with the fact that I like to drive, I like to meet with people, um, I like to, I like to, re to read blueprints, and 
you know, I like the full gamut. Um, you know, definitely not stuck in the office type mentality. You know, I, I like to Be do a lot of field. different things. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I thought that, that this might just do it. And, you know, I didn't want to change again in five years. I wanted to do something that I could stick with, you know, for the rest of my working career. Wow. Wow. That's great. So how long have you been in that? So solar, 12 years now. Dang. That's awesome. Well, you seem pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you made the correct choice, at least for now. Ask me that. Seven years ago, I've, I've been second-guessing myself, even maybe five years ago. But sure. I, I, yeah, I think finally I'm at a point where, uh, you know, the, the payoff is definitely here. I put a lot of blood, sweat, equity into this. I, I made a lot of sacrifices. Um, it has not always been easy. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, the eagle has landed. I'm here now. That, that's fantastic. And... Because your model is very different, you don't work for a particular company, correct? Correct. Very different in that regard. And I, I, I came to that when I, when I first got into the business. I worked for a couple traditional solar dealers or solar installers. You know, I went to three, you know, two or three, maybe even four, over the course of five or six years, and it didn't really work for me because you're like working for the man. <laughs> and then unless you're like the the sales manager, which I was at a time, but it took a lot of my time away from my kids, the sales manager really dictated how successful you would be because the incoming leads were divvied out by the sales manager. Wow. So if the sales manager didn't like you, he could starve you out of your position. Yikes. And that happened a couple times. Oof. And the, the third time that I got, that we just came to a disagreement, I said, you know what? I don't need a company. I said, I, I have all the knowledge that I need in my head. I got the willpower. I got the guts to do it. Let's, I'm going to start my own company and see what I can do. Wow. I mean, that is pretty brave, especially given from your background and given being a father and a husband, all those things. That, that, I, I commend you because. You know, the other people I have talked to on the show who have their own businesses can all, we can all share the same thing of it can be very difficult and there's a lot of sacrifices. But I definitely have learned if you are persistent and you just like dog on a bone, keep going, eventually you will get your payoff. So let's talk about now. So talk about your business life now and how that integrates into your personal or shall I say fun life. Great. Love. This is my favorite part, <clears throat> especially, you know, uh, during COVID. So I remember my brother and I getting back from a, a week long Baja trip in in uh, well, in Baja, <laughs> just <laughs> in right, Baja. Yeah. right before COVID. And we were seeing people from China coming over with masks on. And we kind of found that was odd and got caught up with the news trying to figure out what's going on. And that really just set this latest phase into full motion whereas my brother and I we got together and we decided you know COVID is not going to keep us in the, in the house we're not going to be afraid of COVID we're actually going to use that and spin it on its ass and we're going to actually we're going to our goal is to be away from our hometown for one week a month <laughs> we're going to remote work whatever that we're going to make that up and it all depends on internet. 
and everything we need to buy to make sure we have internet where we're at. And we're going to be gone. We're going to, you know, instead of being six feet away, we're going to be six miles away from anybody. <laughs> and so we've been doing that ever since religiously. Wow. And for instance, we were gone. We were looking at the calendar. We were gone 26 weekends out of the year. Amazing. That's a crazy number if you That's think about it. Amazing. Okay, so clearly you guys are very technical, and because I know his brother as well, his brother is the IT guy, but Keith knows his way around technology. Don't don't be fooled. We were talking about Wi-Fi and, and boosters and all sorts of stuff last night, and I mean, I can follow, and I'm not a complete uh, moron about that stuff, but yeah, sometimes it's over my pay grade. So talk about your vehicle. Talk about kind of your guys' plan and that. What do you use to go to your destination perfect perfect so so dad lost lost his eyesight or his privilege to drive a couple years ago he gifted his uh his silverado truck with a 21 foot lance stand-up camper on it which is perfect for like one and a half people <laughs> you know, or, or, uh, or a set of twins yeah we're six foot two so we're, we're big dudes um but you know what we slept in the same womb so, <laughs> so what's so what's, a small, what's right. a small camper? That's right. What's a small camper? I love it. That's right. So no, so right away we we experienced technical challenges because I was talking to, to an Uber driver yesterday that thought that you could get cell reception anywhere in Southern California, and that's just simply not, not the case. Right. And you guys know it firsthand. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we have we've identified. I mean, we we're outdoors guys anyway, and and we play. When we're playing, we're playing outside. We, you know, we could be at sea level. We could be at eight thousand feet. We could be hiking, motorcycle riding, four wheeling, camping, whatever it is, rafting. The challenge will always be internet until Elon Musk solves that one. <laughs> so we right away we bought. Uh, my brother has Google Fi. I've got AT and T. Well, we were still missing one network provider. And that was Verizon. So we went out and put, we bought a Verizon device. So we've got three providers. Uh, we bought an uh, omnidirectional antenna booster. My brother's Android. I'm iPhone. He's got an app. I couldn't find one. So my brother finds the local, the, the closest cell tower. We point this this omni. Not, I'm sorry. It's not omnidirectional. It's single directional, mono directional antenna toward the closest cell phone tower. And it boosts the signal to a point where we actually have enough internet to be on Zoom meetings. And that's really technically the only thing that's required during the day is that we have that access so we can still internet interconnect with our customers. They can still see our face. They have no idea we're out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> or at the beach. And and we're better we're 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 just better businessmen because we're where we want to be. We're not stuck in the office. Right. Absolutely. And the fact that you're hedging all your bets with that. You've got all the the providers going, so you're trying to get the best service. I mean, talk about to put two heads together. These guys know what's up. And the fact that you guys have similar goals to be able to work and live like this. And the fact that both your children, sets of children, are getting older, so you don't have to be with them all the time. They're beyond teenagers, right? Yes, they're, they're beyond teenagers, and on top of that, uh, you know, we're, 
you know, after being married for 20 plus years, uh, that's come to an end too. So that's really um, enhanced our time to get out. Sure. And the res we don't have those same family responsibilities that we had before. Um, and it's given us even more reason to go out and pursue what we really love. Right, right. And dare I say, you take what can be part of a negative situation, like a divorce, and you flip it, flip it on its head. Where, okay, you know, the end of something opens the door for something new. Like you said, you wanted to pursue this type of thing, both the live-work situation, and it just so happens your brother was in the same boat and voila, you have this thing. And it's funny, right now we are looking out the front window of, of my husband and I's motorhome, and I was able to see Keith's rig, but now a big rig has pulled up and blocked my view, but that's how close he is, but just close enough, because we still have some distance, because we do have the honeymoon spot. So, okay, we were talking earlier before we started the interview, and you threw out a, a few terms. So you want to talk about those, and you wanted to discuss those. Oh yeah, 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 sure. You, as far as the business goes. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, it's you know, it's an it's an evolution, right? And and as humans, we we get to, you know, we have a natural drive to make things better as we go. I'm very process process oriented, and my brother is too. And so, when it comes to creating. A new workspace or your new work company like I was doing it's like I use what I know the seven years of history that I know and I just formulate what makes sense to and a big part of me I've, I've been I'm the accidental salesperson um, I've been in sales since I was 10 <laughs> uh, I've been working since I was 10 that's a long history as a paper boy and right. I loved interacting with people I loved exchanging money I mean I had better relationships with older people than I did people my own age. Sure, yeah. Because it was just natural. It was fun. And there was a purpose behind it. And so I, I, I liked to evolve what I knew from the past seven years and build something even better. And I continue to challenge myself to do that every day. So let me give you a couple examples, okay? Kathy, if you were looking for solar for, for your home and see me, traditionally you would see an ad on the Internet or – hear something on radio and you would respond to it okay and you would you know if you did it on the internet you you put your information out and that company would sell that information to five of the companies sure. for two or three hundred dollars a piece wow so you're this your revenue stream for them but they didn't buy you anything but your phone starts ringing sure and it doesn't stop relentless <laughs> okay yes. and then you're going to deal with two or three, maybe four sales guys, and maybe they were selling used cars last week, right? Or, or maybe they're fresh out of school and they don't really know much about solar, but their boss tells, tells them the pitch. They go out, they give you the pitch and cross their fingers that you don't see through the smoke and mirrors. Yikes. And who knows what equipment's going to end up in your on your roof and how long it's going to last and what the warranties are. I mean, a lot of people, they'll buy from the same channel and they don't even, they don't know what they're, what they don't know. Yeah. And they don't know what they're getting into. They don't know brand matters. They don't, I mean, they, they just don't know. And right. it's, it's a lot of information transfer and it overwhelms a lot of people. 
So what I do, I soften the blow. I soften the blow because I'm now like the go-between. I'm the customer's advocate. Wow. Okay, I, I like that customer's advocate. Very nice. I come on board at no charge, and I get to spend the next however long it is, whether it's a week or three years, helping the customer navigate the solar industry, making sure the customer has the information. You know, what information do you need? You know, one customer might have might want to look at spec sheets. You know, the engineer might want to look at spec sheets and. Why is this panel better than this? Another person might be all about the looks. Well, it needs a silver frame or a black frame. You really don't know, but y you just start unpeeling you know, the onion with the customer and you ask questions. And the greater the dialogue you can have with the client, the more you start getting into the client's head, which is great because you know, typically in sales, we might, I think we're biased. I think a lot of us are biased we're going to buy this because of this. But everyone's different. Someone might want to buy cheap. Someone want to, might want to buy the best equipment out there. Um, but you got to find those out, like those questions out, and to help the customer along. So I pride myself in spending the time and asking these questions and just getting to know the customer. And I'm not interested in signing on the bottom line right now. No. It's about the customer. It's about the customer's timing. And I love that because when when I get a when I get a no, it's not a no at all. It's it's a not yet. And I might get a call three years later. Sure, right. Okay, right. and the, the client got his first three hundred dollar electric bill and he's pissed. <laughs> right. And he wants solar. And his experience with me <clears throat> was so different than the other two companies. And then he might get an email from me every two two months, like a e blast like trying to share what's going on in, in the industry with the customer. Hey, uh, you know, um, there's new rules coming, rate changes. You need to really ask, be asking questions. You know, if I can help you with your rate to, to lower your bill, not by going solar. I can help you lower your bill by getting a better rate. Call me. Wow. Okay, so there's these little things, and I, just, I stick with the customer intentionally because I know that they'll be back. Sure, yeah, yeah. And it's not high pressure. There's no pressure. Sure. You're There's letting no you're letting them make the decision, but you are there for them to help them along the way. And and I and I'm pulling out lots of things from this conversation, Keith, but one of the things is the relationships. And obviously you are very successful in what you do because you have formed these relationships. And like you said, it may not be today, but that's okay because you are a customer advocate. They'll be back. Or if they really don't you know you've done them right. You know you've helped them along, right? And that's huge. And also the, the low pressure or no pressure because we all don't like pressure. I always say that to myself. I don't like to be pressured, so I never pressure people even in my own business. So, I mean, that's fantastic, but I'm sure that's why, number one, you are successful, but number two, you're able to live this lifestyle that we're talking about where you're gone 26 weekends or what have you or wherever you want to go or however long you want to go because you can still not only do your job but balance it with enjoying your fun life and your personal life. So you threw out another term to me earlier, digital nomad. <laughs> do you want to talk about that? Yes, you bet. So um, 
being re-singled. Um, I like that, re-singled. <laughs> Is that like being feral, put out, put back out into the wild? I've been there. <laughs> I think so, maybe. Sure. But it just sounds a hell of a lot better than divorce. <laughs> I love it, re-singled. We have coined a word here, That's friends. That's almost like, like your damaged goods, but holy crap, it couldn't be any different. A hundred percent different. I think you're so much stronger and better after a divorce. And I got the potential of being even better. Amazing, right? <laughs> Amazing. So that's my that's my quest. What can I do to better my life? And a lo- and it's it's going out there and doing it, and it's doing it with people like minded people. Sure. Yeah. Because your world just opens up. And so I'm on a quest. I'm I've been on this quest now. Well, it's it's been coming together for just over three years, and I've learned a lot, and I've I've had time to really dr- like dream, and I'm a, I'm a researcher by nature. I just you can't give me enough information, so I'm out there gathering information, trying to what would that look like? What? And I came across digital nomad, and it fascinated me because there's actually people out doing what I think I want to do. When I say I, what I think I want to do, okay, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to just stop what I'm doing now and disappear for 30 days. That's not my style either. Okay, I'll do it for a week at a time, or I'll do it a week, a month. Nice. And that's what it's on my calendar for now, right. going forward for the next six months. One week a month, okay, instead of being in, a, in my camper with my brother. Right. Which is cozy. <laughs> Which is good in its own time, but I want to do it myself. And nice. I want to meet other people enjoying what I'm doing and still maintaining a very healthy work life. Right, right. And prosperous, prosperous. and successful. Right. And I, I think, I mean, whether you're an employee, the happier your employer, your employees are, the more productive they'll be. Well, the boss, guys, the boss is the same way. The boss is a, the boss is happy, okay, likes his surroundings, getting his rewards, okay. He, he's going to work his ass off, sure, okay. But he's also going to work his ass off on having a non-work life, right? Away from work, it's important that you be away from work, hundred percent. But why not create a hybrid and be away from home and still work? So I think that's what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in Digital Nomad, back to your being away 26 weekends, going away a week a month, and still working, that's that's the whole point. And, and again, just because you have your own business doesn't mean that is one of your goals, but back to our semi-retired lives that we are living, we certainly do work. And, and I think one of the things that Keith and I share, and I share with my other people I know and friends that have this type of life when we work we work very hard we're not screwing around but when we're not working we're screwing around (laughs) we're having a lot of fun and again back to the balance because uh you know we could all be gone poof tomorrow um and I hope my husband doesn't disappear because I see him on the rocks out by the surf so I hope he doesn't fall in but you know he's fine so, hey, can I put a plug in for for something I've recently come come across? Please do. So, are you? I think you heard me use the word uh, like co living. Yes. Okay. There's some ma- there's some magic here, and, and and your audience might not be aware of 
that term, but let me just put something to it, okay? So co-living allows digital nomads or people that want to wander for a week, a month, or all year long a platform to do that. Wow. So, for instance, my first co-living trip will be probably a couple months from now, and it will be in Lake Tahoe. Ugh. I'll be there a one week. I'll live in a $2 million house, <laughs> and for one week, it will cost me about $750 to live there for a week. <laughs> the bonus is I get to... I'm an introvert and extrovert, so omnivert. So I like... I like well, I'll just leave it at that. But so what I can do now, okay, it's like beam me aboard, Scotty, okay? I can beam myself to Lake Tahoe, okay? And I can live there and enjoy the great outdoors in a beautiful place. And I can work a little here, work a little there. I can get together for coffee with the other people that live in the house. There you go. That are like-minded, are working, and a lot of times own their own business. Wow. So it's almost like a WeWork space, except it could be anywhere. Exactly. I love it. And not just the U.S., but that's where I'm going to start. Got it. And then I'm going to take take this same concept and go international. And I'm going to grow it from one week a month to two weeks a month to three weeks a month to maybe a a month. And then maybe it's going to be a month in Lake Tahoe, a month in Moab, a month in New York. Fantastic. Okay. Wherever. 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 And I get to grow this based on my experiences at Lake Tahoe for the first week. That is awesome. But I love the people element where you can, these people, they're like-minded. They have stories. They, they're going to tell you what's worked for them. How long have you been doing this? Right. And you're going to learn a lot. You're going to share a lot and learn a lot. Yeah. That's I get to learn about. about their, their businesses. Right. What's worked for them. Uh, they're going to be like my new extended family. I'm going to have a couple people here, a couple people here. I might see them in Europe right. next year. I love it. I love the, the the concept. I absolutely love. I love it in action. And bringing it back to our show, you didn't just end up today, September 8th? 9th. 9th? <laughs> September 9th. Uh, being able to work remotely at the beach out of your camper... Uh, having a great day, enjoying it. It didn't just happen. These were small shifts you've been making for at least this part of the journey, 12 years, to get to here. And now you're making these small shifts a week in here, a week here, to be able to do this digital nomading and co-living, and the shifts will continue. And then you're going to learn the tricks and tools from these other people making these small shifts. So, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. The, the, the best part about it, and I want to really convey to our listeners, is that you are living your dream. It is not pinned against someone else's dream. It is not compared to other people. You are living your dream, and that is so important to everybody, if you hear that, everybody. Figure out what you want. Figure out what your dream is. It may not be sitting in a motorhome like we are, staring at the beach, but to us, it is. And whatever your dream is, figure it out and work backwards. And it will be the small shifts to get there. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's definitely a journey. You have to enjoy the journey. But our guest tonight, Keith, just laid it out. And literally, look at his journey. And he's definitely not done. I think we're done when we're 
dead on this earth, but it is not done. In fact, it sounds like it's just beginning. And, and I have to throw this out. Definitely, I have realized from my guests and, and other people I know, people who are very successful in what they do are very passionate about what they do. And Keith, you are definitely that. So please, before we go, let everyone out there in internet land give a plug. How can they find you? Throw some social me media. How can they find you? Great. Thank you. So yes, micro steps. We call it small steps, but do the small steps often. Consistently. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. So plug. How can you find me? Well, I'm on Facebook at, at uh, your friend in the solar business. Oh, okay. Like or that. you can just go Keith, uh, type, uh, search for Keith Graves. I, I can also be found at my business name on the web, kgsolarsolutions.com. Okay, you can also email me at uh, kgsolarsolutions.com. Um, um, but yeah, or you can call me at 805-218-7383. I can help anyone in California. Wow. Okay. This and is bold. There's other things that I can do to help you. I mean, maybe you don't need solar, and if you don't, I'm going to tell you that too. Isn't that fantastic? Somebody that will actually not just sell you something because they sell it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Keith, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. This was so special for so many reasons, but I really think you brought a lot of great stuff, and um, I hope you just reignited or continue to ignite the passion that my listeners have to follow their own dreams. So thank you so much. Great. Th thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And everyone, I hope you really enjoyed it. Please look for Keith out in uh, internet land and social media. And until then, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the 5 Degrees to Your Future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.